Okay, so we're up to, uh, just get started in the first piece of Nesiv Muna. Okay, so uh, I guess in these editions, page Reishi at Zayin. So, so Nochemo, so we, uh, the Hakdam that we had last time was that again, he's, he's, he's going to be defining for us, shtickle uh, defining and more, you know, sort of giving an example of, of what it means to live with the moon a little bit. The moon means Yehudila, living living with a Yehudila consciousness to fight, despite the fact that a person's uh, viscerally experiencing Yehudatata in Yanam. So uh, again, we'll, we'll see if, I, like I mentioned yesterday, by him dealing with Yisurin and, and, and disappointments and so on is a big deal. It's, it's uh, something that he talks about a lot. I mean, he, he went through difficulties, a lot of his snagas, him, his father as well. Anyway, so. We saw yesterday that this whole Sogiv Amuna, he begins with the Pasuk, V'yizra Yitzchak Beretzahi, that Yitzchak Avinu plants, he begins to plant. Avram Avinu was primarily with uh, a shepherd. But Yitzchak Avinu also had flock, obviously, from his father. But we see from the Torah that uh, he made his personal wealth from, from planting as a farmer. So V'yizra Yitzchak Beretzahi, Yitzchak plants in the land, in that land. And he finds in that time, in that year, may Asharm, a hundred times fold, Hashem and Hashem blessed him. So again, so, so again, so, so Yitzchak Gavinu, like we said yesterday, Yitzchak Gavinu is both Midas Adin, which is Yichud Tata, and he's also at the same time Malmidar Chateva, Bechlal, complete Nisim, that's Yichud Ilah, but Yitzchak Gavinu and the laughter of Yitzchak is the secret of, of Yimiachad, that's the secret of Amuna. So Yisra Yitzchak Veretzahi. So Yitzchak Avinu is the embodiment of Amuna, and that's what Zeriah means, planting. Chazal say Amuna says that say there's rhyme. The planting is connected to the Amuna, that the the, the person is mamin b'chayelamim. He believes in the sort the life force of all worlds, and plants. Mamin b'chayelam is Zeriah. So it begins to explain. Now a little bit of a background. What he's describing in this first piece. What it's based on is a principle from the Rizal. It's interesting. In the Kisveri, it's, it's mentioned in a couple of places. It's not like, uh, you know, but uh, in the early generations of, of, of Sefer Hasidus, like the Taldis, Dagamacht, and Frein, which are a form that the Kemarna holds on to very much. So this is an idea that, that, that comes up a lot. <coughs> that basically, I'll just share through the words, and we'll see how he touches it in the Pasuk, that if you were to, from a Yichud Ilah perspective, from a Yichud Ilah perspective, Creation is a is what is it again? Well, it, it's it's hard to, to well, well, again we'll see the the practical example of what this looks like, you know, a person living like this. But but from Yehudi law perspective, then all of creation is a four-step process from Ein Saif till till this world. But even this world is still rooted in where it comes from, just like Zriya, just like a plant. You plant the seed, you know. And ultimately, what grows out of that is a tree or whatever it is. It's still connected. It's much connected to the ground. So it's still it's It's still just an extension of the karka. In halacha, we find such a thing that a tree or a plant is more than A house is but a tree is not. In halacha, it's not It's karka mamish. It's pasha is just an extension of the of the ground itself. So in the, the result, the description is like this. The lashon is that things move from R light, right? And like I mentioned, I think I remember, I think in this in this year we talked about this, that light is a, as opposed to shefa, light means mamish, an expression of of the source of light. It's just an, uh, just a, an outpouring of, of just a revelation of, of the ma'ar. 
are, then things become, and, and then there's a process, how this works, we're not talking about a process of things becoming more and more physical. But even as they become physical, they're still rooted in where they come from. So it goes from R to Mayim. Mayim is also a code word for Shefa, for, for Chesed, and so on. So it's, it's light, but it's becoming more Magushim. Then the next word of the Arizal is Rakia. Rakia, I mean, we describe it as just like the sky, but it means, it means like, uh, like if you can imagine like, uh, you know, like, a, like, a, like ice or something, like more, more solid. Or Mayim, Rakia, that's three Madragas. Then finally, Meabrachas. Meabrachas means like actual finite reality. Maya, that's 100 is a number, which means finite, but it's also a number that is a complete number. Like 10 is always a complete system, and then 10 times 10 is 100. And maya brachas, brachas always means like something that's con- connected to its source. Like the Rajbah says the word barach means brecha, comes from like a pool, uh, a reservoir of water that's, ru- that's connected to where the source of the water is coming from. So this is the, those are the four, the four words in the Arizal. Ar, mayim, rakia, maya brachas. And so we're going to see the, the Kamarn over here is sort of touching these processes in this passage. That Yitzchak Avinu plants in the land, and he finds in that year, So this is, the, let's just read through the Kamarn. He says like this, Leida. So what is Amuna? Leida means to, a person has to know, that really a person has to know that there's a, there's a, there's, there's a God, there's, there is a Rabbani Shlalem, and that Rabbani Shlalem reveals himself in what's described as an Arain Saif, uh, an infinite light of God. That's where that's that's where all things created are that's where all things start and ultimately that's where all things still are. Umamalik Kalalman, Astakhar Kalalman, the Rabbanishon fills all worlds, surrounds all worlds, less Asar Panamine, nothing is empty of him. Umachayas, nothing is empty of him. So that's the first description of where everything is that's the karka, so to speak, that everything's rooted from, everything's ultimately emanating from and still connected to which is Ain Saif, which is Ain Saif. What's the significance that he uses the Aramaic to say Kalaman? Mamal instead of Saif. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe in the bottom, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look at it more. I'm not sure. And then you move on to the next Madrega, which is Vatamachayas Kulam. That now already you have you have the beginning of the beginning of chiyas, beginning of, of, of life. Umagadul That's the code word of Mayim. R to Mayim. Again, the details of how these madrigas work is not for now, but just to see sort of the flow. And the Rabbi Shalom from that place of Ein Saif, from the place of Ein Saif, not disconnected and not a little piece, but that light of Ein Saif is itself then constricted, then taking on a new a new experience which is mayim so it's not so again it, we're, we're not talking about just the simple you know, simple the, the way you know it's usually described like there's ain't saif and then like a light that's removed and then just like a little piece of we're talking about the, the, a, a new way of thinking of a yehudi law way of thinking which is that the infinite in, infinite light of god himself become, becomes itself the waters that enliven and that invigorate all of reality. So the waters themselves are, in, are invigorating and giving life to all of reality that they themselves should be sustained and, 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 you know, and have a metzias. And like the Pasuk says, and Yitzchak Ravina finds in that year, that after the, the light of Ein Saif takes on a reflection of water, 
which then becomes becomes more concretized as rakia, as rakia ulakelim. In other words, what well, when we're de- everything in the world again. This is just an idea, and we'll we'll see the practical implications. I guess probably not today, but uh, but next time, when you talk about this transition from R to Mayim, you're still dealing with something that's 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 spiritual by nature. Everything the Rabbanu created is an Asham and a Guf, right? R and Kli. That's the way of life. So the Chiddush um, from seeing things from a Yehudila perspective is that not only is the Neshama coming from the Rabbanu Shalom, but even the Keli and the Guf is coming from the Rabbanu Shalom. That, that's the Chiddush of seeing things from Yehudila. So when we talk about the R of Ein Saif taking on an identity of Mayim, that's still within the world of Neshama, that's still within the Ruchni side of things. Mayim is also a code word for like Ruchnius and Shefa and vitality and energy. But then when you get to the next step, which is Rakia, Rakia means already the physical Kli or the physical Guf that's going to house and that's going to be enlivened by that Neshama. But guess what? The Chiddush over here is that the same R and the same Mayim is then itself moving into its next stage, which is rakia. So it's like uh, so it, it's like everything, even both the the mashpi and the makabel, both the r and the kli, both the neshama and the guf are both coming from the same place. Which means that ultimately it's all still connected to the same place. And that's the chiddush of yichudi law, where it's no longer a disconnect between rochnius and gashmius and neshama and and guf and r and kli. It's all part of the same of the same program. It's just a it's just a process moving from R to Mayim to Rakia to finally where you have like a, like animated reality of of Kuf Prachas, as we'll see in a second. So Shasham Nitzdarukol Metzias. So in that Madreg of Meish Arum, right? So he says Nitzdarukol Metzias Lerakiulakelim. It becomes now more tangible, more actualized in what's called Rakia or Kalim, the physical side of things. Hashem and 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 now you know sort of both sides of this process, both the R and Mayim, the Neshama side, and the Rakia side now become animated. That's the hundred brachas. So the final stage of a hundred brachas means that you have something that's in measure, that's tangible, that's Rakia, that's Kalim, but it's but it's Kuf brachas, but now it's being enlivened by its own source, which is the Neshama. So you have this. And that's what that's that's what reality is. So you have this uh, this um, you know th- this reality of of ruchnis and living gashmias. When in truth, really, it's all coming from the same place. And that's how and that's their that's their union. Ziv hashchin al reish kol neshamas yisrael. And that's the the hundred brachas, which means the the ray of the shechina that the Jewish neshama is able to pick up on. That's able to sustain it. That's able to carry it into the world and, and accomplish amazing things with the guf and neshama. That's what this process is. So in other words, what, that's what this first piece is uh, is really just. Describing is again, it's uh, you know a description of what mitzias is from the perspective of Yehudi law, and so just mamish just to end off for for one minute, let's move into peace space because it's chaval natu, and we'll see how carrying that consciousness, what it looks like to carry that over in in a world that maybe is a little bit difficult to navigate. So he quotes over here again. Well, we're going to see more. We'll, we'll see. We'll chazer this again more slowly next time, but just a, a little bit. Chesel Avram. So this is a quotation from the Sefer Chesel Avram, the Chidah's grandfather. We'll talk about that Sefer, I guess, next time. It's already famous and engraved in the heart and the mind of the Jewish people. That you will not and you cannot find any activity that happens in the world, big or small, small or big. That's just a coincidence. 
El hakol bashkachu yoyinu. Everything is bashkachu pratas. Why? It has to be. If everything is, is coming from Ein Tzayf, and there's nothing outside of Ein Tzayf, then obviously everything is bashkachu pratas. So it's impossible not. Beside hashkachas Ein Tzayf, and this is, this is the secret of the, the, of the influence and the hashkacha of Ein Tzayf, ha-mesyachi ba'achtas echad im that's united with the spheres. And the spheres over here in this context means all finite reality that's coming from Ein Tzayf. Again, from that Yehudi law perspective of our Mayim, Rakia, Kuf Perchayin, Upoil Beham, Piritzani HaPashit. And everything is happening because of the Rabbani Shalom's will for it to happen like that. Lahanish Mida, Kenegad Mida, whether it be Ein Shem, Hashkacha Pratis, I'll call Tanu of the Hilach Vadibor, every movement, every, every step, every, everything, and nothing can be added, nothing can be taken away, even a small amount from what the Rabbani Shalom wants. And, 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 and that's the beginning of believing in Hashkacha Pratis, is to realize that everything is, is coming from the Rabbani Shalom and nothing is disconnected. Okay, so uh, I guess we'll, we'll try. V'yismach Adamai b'yisur and v'yarchiv da'ite b'hem al shamelch gadol v'noyer v'oyim ain't soif mashgich v'choyim al b'riyah shafeil al filo kamayni and this itself can be a source of chizik knowing that you're being paid attention to but not like uh, not from something on the outside that everything in your life is mamish deep and significant and coming from the most uh, transcendent place. Huh? Especially Yisurim, because it means Rabbanu Shalom is paying close attention, you know. And so again, we'll 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 speak about the Yisurim part. We'll get we'll get to that, I guess, position next time. But again, just to give a context of where Amuna Bitachin is coming from, it's from recognizing that there's really nothing outside of the Rabbanu Shalom's domain and in his universe. It's not just he's watching from the outside. Nothing is. Everything starts from Orient Saif and ultimately is still rooted. It's Mechub Lakarkin in that way. Okay.